Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Let's Talk CFL Podcast. Roundtable discussion recorded live on Sunday and Wednesday nights. Visit Let's Talk CFL on Facebook for showtime. Brought to you by the Let's Talk Sports Groups on Facebook. Our partners, LostWorldOnSport.com. Stream live on BlogTalkRadio.com. Hey, good evening, football fans, and welcome to Let's Talk CFL podcast, episode number 278. I'm your host, Christopher Jones, and we will be talking football for the next couple of hours because, I don't know, what else is there to do? I could go upstairs and watch some movies with the wife and everything else, but damn, I'd rather talk football. Oh, I shouldn't say that too loud because she can hear me right through the floor. Okay, never mind. Uh, let's move on. Uh, what's going on, guys? Hey, we just went through the Labor Day weekend. I know I missed the show on Sunday night and Sunday night, mon- Monday night, Monday night. Uh, you know, I, I, I messed up my back and I took some like seriously good drugs. Like, codeine is my friend. And I just kind of laid in bed and vegetables. So, uh, yeah, I was unable to uh, participate in the show, which I understand was quite good. Uh, Labor Day weekend in the books. Does this mean that like the CFL season starts like and gets serious from now on? Well, it better have been serious from like June because it, every point counts, right? And if 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 the points don't count but to, before um, Labor Day, why is Calgary nine and one? Why don't we just start all over and bring all the scores back to zero and see what happens? Calgary would still be. Nine and one at the end of the season. Well, it wouldn't be. They'd be like seven and one um, because there's only so many games in the season, right? 18, 18 weeks. Anyhow, uh, you know what kind of pisses me off? There's teams out there that have played 11 games so far. This is week 13. And they've played, or sorry, week 12 is in the books. Uh, they've played 11 games. They've had one bye. They got two more remaining down the stretch. BC has played nine games, only nine games, and they've got no buys left because, oh, my God, they don't have a dance partner in Labor Day. Well, we already discussed that, so I'm not going to go that's, take that one anymore, but nine games. You know, and, and we're having a discussion today about the, the comparison, comparing uh, the Winnipeg Blue Bombers with the BC Lions and Todd Mowagy and uh, uh, Mark Martell, we're, we're, we're wet and all sorry we're uh going on and on and on about the comparison and and how much better or or how terrible uh matt nichols and lule are their numbers are so comparable well matt nichols played two more games bud come on or at least the winnipeg blue bombers have and come on you can't compare those those stats it's not fair man 11 games against nine come on chris rooney leads the league and he's still back two games on most teams and we're going to talk about Chris Rainey a little later. And I, uh, it, it, uh, talk about media blowing shit out of proportion. Okay, anyhow, let's open up some mics and talk to some buddies. And uh, we'll go from there. Uh, 403 is Will McDonald. How are you doing, buddy? Welcome to the show. I'm good. I'm here. I'm talking about football. And, hey, it can't get any better than that. Yeah, be how's Mrs. Will's leg doing? Um, She's going to heavy-duty physio once a week, and she's exercising every time I look at her, and her leg's starting to straighten out, and it still hurts, but she went back to work on Monday, and or Tuesday, and uh, yep, um, she's doing half days for a little while, and uh, she's <coughs> Is she driving, okay. or do you have to motor her around? 
No, no, she's driving. It was her left leg, so her right leg is good. Okay. Her right leg is good. So, yes, no, I don't have time to drive her around because I'm so busy right now. It's scary. So, there you go. Shit happens. But she's doing fine. She's doing fine. Glad to to hear that. You tell her I wished her well. I will so. Okay. You know, as a matter of fact, she asked asked her physiotherapist today if... uh, She could cut the grass. And the physiotherapist said, doesn't Will do that? And so she was joking. Yes, Will does that. But oh, okay. I haven't had a much I haven't had much of a it's been shitty in Calgary. I don't need to cut my grass right now, so you you, you don't do it in a dinosaur costume, do you? Uh <laughs> no, I wear a I wear a uh borat instead. Yeah. Oh, Borat, eh? Oh, I figured yeah. you'd be out there yeah. in your capris. <laughs> no, no. Uh, uh, the capris would get dirty, Christopher. Those are my special clothes. Okay, I don't oh, okay, let okay, them okay, get okay. dirty. So, anyway. Anyhow, go ahead, shout Mark. Out to, shout out to Neil Kroll there, buddy. Our, uh, our Let's Talk CFL fan that uh, does his uh, cuts his lawn in his T-Rex uniform uh, or costume. I love it. It's so funny. Okay. Yeah, Mark, welcome. Thank you. And uh, before we go any further, I want to give a shout out to Todd actually because today is his birthday. Oh my so God! Happy is birthday it Todd's to birthday? Todd. Happy birthday, yeah. Todd! Do you want to sing Happy Birthday? <laughs> no, I'm no. good with that. No, we're good. <laughs> okay. We're good. We're good. Come we're on. not going to do that. No, 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 no. Okay. There's a couple you. of things that I know that I can't do, and one of them is sing. Okay. <laughs> it's just I am the I'm okay official. I am the official birthday singing person at the office when everybody has a birthday. Well, you know what? Well, um, fly at it. You want to sing happy birthday? Well, Go ahead. no, I, I can't do it in my backyard because whenever anybody has a birth, birthday in our office, my boss gives them the card, and as he's distracting them, I come up behind them, and I sing happy birthday to them as loud as I can in the most off-key voice you've ever heard, and most people crap in their pants okay i'm just saying and and it's it's a tradition in our office and everybody knows when it's somebody's birthday because they can hear will through the whole building so awesome 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 yeah. awesome mark yes other than, Welcome, that, buddy. other than that doing well um finally finished making 18 liters of hot sauce so Quite happy to get the peppers and stuff out of my face for a couple of days. Okay. Yeah. Frank, it's not good enough for you, eh? No. Most of us just go to the store and buy shit. (laughs) I haven't used store bought hot sauce in probably five years. My condolences. the The 18 liters are not all for me, obviously. I do it as a fundraiser for my Dragon Boat team. Mm. Okay. You guys have dragon boats out there? Uh, yeah, we have um, there's two or three tournaments throughout this. So is this dragon boat, is this a Chinese thing or is this an Indian thing? Chinese. Chinese, right? Yeah. You guys got Chinese people out there? Oh, lots. lots. Yeah? Okay. Okay, yep. just checking. <laughs> no, no shortage of them in Vancouver because if you didn't have any, we could ship them over to you. <laughs> Uh, this dragon boat races that I'm doing uh, it's on this weekend, actually, it's a fundraiser for kids in a hospital with cancer. 
So spending about nine hours making hot sauce, you know, it's kind of worth it. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you that one. Okay. Yeah. Anything you guys want to talk about before we get right into the games? Football. Let's talk it. Let's talk football. Okay. Is that what you want to do? You guys want to talk football? I don't know. We could do that. Talk CFL. Not just any football. CFL football. Okay. So, here we are talking football. First game up on the agenda. Hey, look, BC gets to play a game. Wow. Ottawa Red Blacks coming to BC Place in Vancouver now that Labor Day is over with and the kids are back in school and everybody's back in town and most of the summer has shut down. Well, not in Vancouver. It's summer till like, November. But, um, okay. Ottawa Red Blacks, BC Lions. We have Charles taking BC 29-25. And we have Chris taking BC 26-21. Will, what do you got? Um, you gonna take BC? Yeah, You're a I'm, BC Lions fan. You're gonna go with BC? Yeah. yeah. I, I'm, I'm torn over this because. Me too. Ottawa, Ottawa has to win a game sometime. They look like shit um, these days. Yeah, Did, I know they do, but. Didn't Montreal just I beat them? Uh, yeah, they did. Montreal jumped in the power rankings. They jumped over Toronto. Mhm. Mhm. Um. Well, I'm I'm torn on this game because BC's had BC's been on another bye week. I think they have more bye weeks than anybody in the CFL for some reason. Every time I turn around, they're on a bye. They are. It's crazy. I know. But I can't wait years from now when they're actually involved in the Labor Day games and they go all the way to Halifax. It'll be the Battle of the Coasts. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm so you'll glad you're excited. Game at, you'll get to watch a football game at 8 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> BC time. And it's not um, even the playoffs. I know. I know. Um, I'm going to go out on a limb here, and I'm going to say... Uh, I'm going to say Red Blacks 30, BC Lions 26. You're taking the Red Blacks. Will, yep. you're hurting me. I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. Mark, what, can I what say? do you got? Who are you going to pick here? Know. BC sucks, right? Yeah, of course BC sucks. About uh, as bad as Winnipeg. Um, check the standings, please. Uh, they're on a slide, man. They're falling. They're falling and falling hard. I was just wondering about BC. Like, I, like Will has. It's like, what do I do here? Um, if BC had all their guys, I would definitely take BC. But they don't have Arsenault again. Now well, they don't have Chris. They don't have Chris Rainey. <laughs> what do you mean by they don't have Chris Rainey? He's not playing. Yeah, Not as a running back. No, not as a running back. He shouldn't no. be as a running back. I said that at the beginning of the season. Why? Are, why is he a running back? He's our. He's a kick returner, and, and he's. He, that's where he makes his money. That's where he should be. But you're taking a guy off the field that has 1,500 yards all-purpose. 
Yeah, most of, our, uh, most of them are re- returning kicks. But he's not a happy guy, so I'm just wondering if that may transfer. You know, there has been some stuff on the sidelines with the Lions, if you look at almost every game. I don't know if Lule is coming off and telling Wally to get a new offensive coordinator, but they are barking at each other. And I know they're good friends and everything else, but I've never seen the two of them bark the way they are now when Lule comes off the field. And I'm a little concerned with their play calling. As bad as, say, the Bombers' play calling has been, BC's been making so many mistakes. But at the same time, Trevor Harris is not a good quarterback, and he's easy to fluster. And with BC's defensive line, I think will be the difference in the game. I don't think it's actually going to be BC's offense. Mika Awe is playing. I think it will be the defensive line and the linebackers that are going to make, hopefully make life hell for Harris for BC's side. So I'm actually going to take BC. I'm going to go 26 to 21. You can't. Oh, no, I can't, can I? That's Chris's score. Yeah, okay, 26-17. Okay, yeah. I like that better. <laughs> just, yeah. take, just take some points away from Ottawa. Just take yeah. them away. I just don't, uh, as, as I've been saying since I've been on this podcast, so like three years, everybody loves the 5,000, 6,000 yards Harris throws up every year. But he throws it between the 20s and the 30s. He is like not. Yeah, except Nichols has been winning games up until this year. Yeah, Nichols Trevor is not Harris. a kicker. That's the problem. That's the, the, the good point, right? Where yeah. Ottawa hasn't had a field goal kicker. They just they don't know how to win, and I don't know if Harris knows how to win. I've said that all along, so I'm going to stay with yeah. BC for, I think, the first time this year. Wow. Okay. Well, thank you. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. I do. I do. I bet you did. CJ is coming out on a limb here and saying the Ottawa Red Blacks are going to get 21 points and BC is going to get 28. 28, 21 BC is what I picked. And I picked that right before I saw anybody else's score. And then I went, oh my God, Charles has got 29, 25. Chris got 26, 21. Oh, this is so close. And then you guys went out like same ballpark. It's going to be a tough one to figure out. I actually may have to do some math here to figure out who what won this What did Mark say? What did Mark say? 26-17. Core. BC. Everybody picked BC except William. Okay, good. So this is good. where you win just because you picked the right team, not because you're talented in scores. Right. right? That was my plan. Yeah, mm-hmm. of course it is. Yeah. No, I can't plan. I can't join you. I I, I just can't. Okay. I can't join you and pick Ottawa. Just, I understand that. I understand yeah. that. Okay. Wow. This is a statement game for BC. If BC does not come out and dominate this game, and I'm not talking about in the score because they just have to win. One point is a W according to Will. And that's all that matters. At the end of the game is one point. Um, but they need to come. 
They need to come out and dominate the play. They need to come out and make a statement that they are a team that is willing to play football because at three and six right now, they have not shown that this year. Travis Lule needs to come out and make a statement that he's a, a, a high echelon quarterback. Chris Rainey needs to come out and make a statement that he is a worthy kick returner. Brian Burnham has to come out and make a statement that says he is the number one receiver. Ricky Collins has to come out and make a statement that says he can catch the fucking ball. Okay? And the defense <laughs> needs to step up. This is a huge okay. statement game for BC. It, 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 no question. If they don't come out and dominate, then they are everything that everybody else says they are. I truly believe they're a great football team that is losing games by three points, but they are losing games. And at the end of the game, at the end of the, when the whistle blows and the flag goes around in a circle, you got to be at least one point higher than your opponent. And they have not been. Okay. Next game up Hamilton, Toronto. This is heading North up to the TO going to play at BMO field. And Hamilton, I, I didn't watch the Labor Day games. I saw, listened to a little bit of them. I'm always cruising around, so I got the Sirius XM on. Um, there, was this a dominant ga- victory by Hamilton? Because they, they almost doubled up Toronto in score, but it didn't sound like Hamilton was playing all that good. It just seemed like Toronto was playing that bad. So what's going to happen this one? William. Oh, Charles has picked Toronto 27-21. Chris has picked Hamilton, 34-24. What you going to do, William? Which way are you going? Well, I think currently, just looking at them, I think the second best team in the CFL currently is the Hamilton Tiger Cats. And their record may not show it, but I still think they're better than most people. And I think they dominated Toronto. I mean, it was, I think it, the score at halftime was tied, but then they pulled away in the end, and that's all that matters. And I am going to pick the Hamilton Tiger Cats. Dun, 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 dun. Come on, Will. I'm going to pick the Hamilton Tiger Cats 35. The. Toronto are going to Hmm. Interesting score. I was very close to that. Mark, what do you got? I'm going to go with Hamilton again on this one. Um, Toronto just, they're on a bit of a slide. It really did look like uh, McLeod Bethel Thompson teams are starting to figure him out a little bit. He's, they've got game film on him. And this is now another game, extra game for Hamilton to have more game film against them. Uh, Hamilton played a really, really strong game. Toronto, they got their points on a lot of mistakes. If Hamilton plays mistake-free or close to mistake-free, it could be a big win, but I'm not going to go that far. I'm going to say Hamilton 24, Toronto 6. 
16. Okay. Now, here's the problem that I see with Toronto right now. They've got this good, and I, I can't call him a kid because he's almost 30 years old, isn't he? Uh, McLeod Bethel Thompson. He's been kicking around the league for quite some time. And he's playing football, and he's starting for Toronto. And he went out there, and he just tore the place apart, and he won a couple games. Now he's kind of coming back down to earth. And as Mark said, they're finally getting some film on him. Well, the problem with somebody like MBT, McLeod, Bethel, yes, MBT, um, he doesn't have a full-range playbook, Right? They got to cut it down and keep it simple for him because he wasn't the design starter. And yes, he, the more games he can play, they can open the book a little bit bigger and bigger and bigger. But let's be honest about this. His playbook is very small in comparison to what Ricky Ray would have. So in doing that, yeah, you're right, Mark. They've got game film on him and they've seen every play he's can make. And they know what the lineups are. They know what to see. And then the, the defense has done their homework and they're going to light him up. Okay. I don't think Hamilton is as good a team as what Will thinks they are, but I am picking them to win by a score of 28 to nine. Three field goals, Toronto. Somebody's got to be at the bottom of the league. Just glad it's not BC. Okay, wow. So Charles is the only one picking Toronto. Is he going to win a score? He's going to move up in the in, in the in the in the standings a little bit. Come up and tie CJ. Okay. Next game. This one's a little personal for a couple of people or in our little group here. Saskatchewan Rough Riders are traveling east. The whole thing is, is they they can see where they're going right from where they start. Um, they're pl- traveling to Winnipeg, and this is what's known as the Banjo Bowl. 15th anniversary. Yeah, Banjo Bowl. Troy Westwood. I never liked him. But you know what? you got to love him for what he did here because this just absolutely created a rivalry by – coming off and saying that Saskatchewan Rough Rider fans are inbred banjo pick, no, banjo picking inbreds. And then he lightheartedly apologized by saying, most people in Saskatchewan do not know how to play the banjo. And it's been called the banjo bowl ever since. Yay, Troy. I don't know. Charles is picking Saskatchewan 30 to 22. Chris is picking... Winnipeg, 30-26. to 26. I got two Bomber fans online with me right now, or one kind of quasi. Will, who are you picking on this one? Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's obvious because you know I'll never pick Saskatchewan until my dying breath, okay? I, I know, but I they're going to win. We know that. I hate Saskatchewan. This has to be... A state. You want to talk about statement games? This has to be a statement game for uh, Matt Nichols because if it's not, he lost his job. They're going to start Strebler after that. I guarantee it, and he's got to show something. Are they going to start him this week? 
Yeah, they will start him. They'd be silly start to throw. Yeah, they'd be silly to throw Strevler, throw Strevler in there with the maniacs of Saskatchewan defense. So, yeah, I'm going to say they're going to start him. And uh, for sure, what do you think, Mark? Are they going to start him? Well, for today, first day of practice, uh, Nichols was taking first-team reps, of course. There you go. We're going to start Nichols. Um, but mm-hmm. I think it's going to be a statement game. You know, Saskatchewan doesn't do well on the road. Um, I'm sure Tony Dengeney will be there as per usual, apparently. Um, Tony! He's a diehard. He's a diehard Saskatchewan fan. But Willie will never, ever, ever, ever sketch one Rough Riders. So he is going to go, okay, you ready? 38 to 14 for the Bombers. Because Saskatchewan does not have an offense. And you can say all you want about Calaris and how good he looks, but they're not scoring points. So Calgary. I don't care. I don't care how good he looks. Okay? I don't care how good he looks. It's uh there's just no way it's gonna happen. So um there you go. That was my score. I'm sticking to it, buddy. Hmm. Hmm. Says the Indian. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Mark. Well, I think it's pretty obvious I'll be taking Saskatchewan this game. Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Are you you short screen? (laughs) First off, I would like to thank Saskatchewan for helping us sell out the game. I mean, you know, thanks Saskatchewan for coming and adding to the provincial economy. It's great that they're doing that. Um, other than that, this I didn't. I didn't see a picture of Jared peeing on the "Welcome to Saskatchewan" sign this year. Did you? He didn't go this year. He didn't go this year. Oh, okay. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> um, it is definitely a statement game for Nichols, especially Harris. Didn't practice today, so of course a bunch of people are going. Oh no, he's injured. He's not playing. He didn't practice. He rarely practices the first day. And he was banged up in the third quarter. He did get banged up pretty good, but he did come back and still play. Um, so, of course, Saskatchewan's going to be keying everything on him. You'd be dumb not to. So this is where the screen passes to other guys especially Dressler did practice today, I believe. Uh, so he is going to be playing as far as we know. And you know he's going to be jacked up for it. It's also another statement game for the defense. Yes, they played well last week, but they did, uh, once again, didn't play a full game. If they played a full game, we probably could have pulled that one out. But didn't happen, whatever, moved on. <laughs> <laughs> um you, I bet you will see a lot of Chris Strebler in this game, though. With Saskatchewan's run defense, this is perfect for the way he plays. So I think you're going to see him in with a lot of design plays for him to get outside running. But I'm going to, in that atmosphere, 
I am going to have to say Winnipeg 37, Saskatchewan 20. Okay, now I have a question for you, Mark. Mm-hmm. Do you honestly believe that Winnipeg is going to win? Yes. Okay. Yep. I was wondering if you're oh, just picking the, them because the you're being a homer pick. Because No. The best part of the whole Banjo Bowl thing and what Westwood said, guess where his mom's from? Oh, no. Saskatchewan. Whose mom is from Saskatchewan? Westwood. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We know that. Yeah. Sorry, I wasn't. So, I wasn't listening to you. I was kind of yeah. looking at the Mimi that uh, Mimi that uh, Will put up again. And I'm trying to figure out whether or not I can say this on the show, and I don't think so. No, you cannot say that on the show. Well, you wouldn't let me put my meme up on the podcast on the. Let's talk CFL page either last week. So no, no, I oh, I think this, yeah, that's the same one. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 it is. Yeah, no, you can't put that one up, Will. No, you can't <laughs> no, put it on the that. Let's Talk. You can't put it on the Facebook page. But are we allowed to say it on the show? And I don't think we should. Mm, of course not. No, probably not. No, no, because no. what's her name will uh, delete us from uh, Let's Talk CFL forever. <laughs> Phyllis. There you go. Phyllis? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We'll but for anybody life. out there, just so that you know, we're talking about it's because her brother's trailer is level. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is terrible, terrible, terrible. And I have to mention, I did laugh when I saw that the first time. Anyways. Oh, how hysterically. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and the other reason that Winnipeg is going to win, and I'm desperately hoping they win, is so I can get Chris Jones' god-awful picture off my Facebook page. Why is it there? Because I made a bet with Darcy. You what? I made Are a you Facebook stupid? P- yes. I do it with my buddy from that's the BC Lion fan, too. Who, Phil Norman? And every, and every, time, every time I see a postmark, I think... Is Chris Jones our friend on Facebook now? <laughs> well, I kind of kinda am. <laughs> hey, at least he picked that picture. I don't mind that picture. It's just, oh, i got to get that off there. Because <laughs> then Darcy has to put picture of my choosing up next week. Uh, and it just might be Richie Hall. Sorry, Mark, what score did you pick? 37-20. Or, yeah, 37-20. Thirty-seven twenty. Okay. Yeah, and Will's got thirty-eight fourteen. Your 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 pick uh, there, buddy. <laughs> yeah, and I uh, I absolutely I I have no faith in my pick. Okay. Saskatchewan Rough Riders are going to win this game, but I can't pick them. So Charles is going to win on this one again because he's the only one that picks Saskatchewan. Uh, I'm going to pick the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, and I'm going to do it 28-26. Because I just, I can't pick Saskatchewan. It just goes against every moral fiber of my body. Okay, hang on. We just, I said something about moral fiber and my body in the same sentence. I don't think those two can go together. Nothing moral about me. Okay, um, why is my Facebook page over here? Okay, that's better. Back to some football. Three three passing yards field 
Riley, Mazzoli, and Harris. Really? Trevor Harris, 3,000 yards, Mark. You'd said he's not that good. Yeah, but you got to score touchdowns with those points. I was just going to say how many touchdown passes with 3,000 yards. I I don't I, I see I think to that's a terrible that's a terrible Touchdown stat. To interceptions. Yeah, that, that that's a terrible stat. I would rather do points. The team points are his. Offensive points are his. Okay, so where are they? So if he throws for a hundred yards, okay, and his receiver gets tackled on the one yard line, and the running back push punches it in for a touchdown. Why isn't it his stat? Right? I mean, he just, he just 10 plays, moved the ball all the way down from his own five-yard line, and then the running back gets seven points, and he doesn't get a touchdown pass. But they're obviously not even getting the one-yard run for a touchdown. Well, he doesn't say that. They're still winning games. Six of them, actually. More than Winnipeg, twice as many as BC. Got to count for something. And they're only what three and two in their division. So that means there's three. They've got three wins against Western teams. Anyhow, okay, Banjo Bowl. Last game. What is the, what what do you guys call this? The Battle of Alberta is the second one, is that what it is? Or was that the first one? It's the Battle of Alberta. There's both the Battle of Alberta. The first one's called the Labor Day game. Second one's the Battle of Alberta, I guess. I don't know. We don't have names. Sorry. I mean I pity the poor fools who have to go to Edmonton. So Edmonton on a Saturday night, yeehaw, fun times in the big city. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. So Charles has picked Calgary thirty-eight to twenty-six. Chris has picked Calgary thirty-two twenty-eight. Kind of almost backwards scores. We both picked Calgary. Yes. Well, here's some inter- Here's a couple of interesting stats I'm just going to throw out there. Sure. Calgary Cal- Calgary won has won the last seven Labor Day games, so they yeah. are seven zero on Labor Day. Okay. Here is an interesting stat, Christopher, and you can take this and you can do with it whatever you want. In the last two years, Mike Riley has lost more games than Bo Levi Mitchell has lost in his career. Okay. Isn't that an interesting stat? Well... Meaningless, but yeah, okay. Well, no, it's an interesting stat. So, in other words, what I'm trying to say is Edmonton yeah. sucks. Edmonton's horrible. Okay, and I don't. I think that the the game on Labor Day was close, but I never had a doubt who was going to win. Calgary. Let's see, where's Calgary at? Kamar Jordan is in the hospital, so I think he's done for the season. Um, they're not saying, but I think he's done for the season. Um, Bo Levi Mitchell's knee is kind of wrecked right now. It's not great. He's not that mobile. Um, they're Who, running Bo back Levi Mitchell last... not mobile? Yeah. Has he ever been mobile? Not mobile. Has well, he, he ever been mobile? Well, he doesn't have to. 
No. That's why he's gotten that's why he's gotten hurt this year a little bit because his offensive line is not that good. Um and he's not mobile. He likes to dance in the pocket. He he made quite a move in the pocket in the Labor Day game. Uh he was almost tackled, did the spinorama, threw a perfect ball down the field, then the receiver dropped it, but I'm not saying anything. Um they're running back last week who had hundred and fifteen yards, first day of practice. He's walking around practice in a boot. Siante uh, Evans, I'm pretty sure he's done for the season as well. So Calgary's in rough shape. Next man up, baby. That's all I can say. Next man up. So I'm going to pick, you know, I'm not going to pick Edmonton ever as long as I live. I am going to pick the Calgary Stampeders, 39 the Edmonton Eskimos, 18. Ooh, that's more than double. Yes, it is. Okay. Calgary's got a pretty pretty kick-ass defense, and they, Mike Riley does Mike Riley. So, yeah, I don't know. Okay. Mark. You know, Mike Riley is Mike Riley, yes. He's, in my mind, the best quarterback in the CFL. But he's lost his number one receiver. You know, we talked about this on Sunday. Manny Arsenal is out, but that yeah. doesn't count. Darrell Walker is out. Where is, he? is he gone? Um, he's gone for at least a game. Pretty much. For the, he, yeah. It's longer. Yeah, I think he's gone close to the rest of the season. The minute he went out last game, Calgary just double-covered Duke Williams. They don't have Darrell Walker. They don't have Brandon Zilstra. They have a running game with C.J. Gable. Not against Calgary, they don't. No, they don't. I was just going to say Calgary has Alex Singleton. So that's a wash. That takes that right out. So as banged up as Calgary is, I still think they've got the horses to beat Edmonton. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stay fairly low on the scoring on this one too. I'm gonna say Calgary 28. What did the other guys do here? Hang on. There we go. Yeah, Calgary 28, Edmonton 20. Okay. I, you know what, I, I don't know what to think. This this game is really confusing, kind of confusing me. I think we're going to go off the wall here, and I'm going to pick the Edmonton Eskimos to win by a score of two to one. Two, two, just because you're one. the only okay. one that's taking Edmonton. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It really doesn't two matter what my score is. Two to one. But I'm picking Edmonton because why not? <laughs> right. Two to one. Yeah. Two to one. Now, that's, yeah, it doesn't matter. I could be 32 to 12. It could be 32 to 31. It doesn't matter because I'm the only one picking Edmonton. So two to one is where I'm going to go. Works for me. 
Okay, um, there's an article out there. I, mean, I know we got lots to do here, and we're going to do that, and we're going to have fun here. And uh, But uh, last word on sports article put out by Nick Kowalski. Kowalski. Okay. It's kind of like cows. Never mind. Okay. So, uh, NFL studs. The Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Do you think he's a rider fan? Must be. Uh, the Canadian Fun League, because they're loosening their leash on uh, touchdown celebrations. Anthony Antonio Pipkin, Alouette's quarterback who is actually winning games. Uh, Kamar Jordan, Alex Green. I don't even know who Alex Green is. Um, Charlton Hughes, 34-year-old defensive end that is absolutely tearing up this league right now. CFL duds here. What do you think the duds are? Uh, Winnipeg Blue Bombers, Kyrie C. Bear, Milt Stiegel, Matt Nichols controversy, uh, Durant Carter, and Matt Nichols. Okay, so, like, hang on. One, two, three, four, five. There's five duds here. Three of them are bombers. How's that possible? I thought you'd like that. Injured receivers. That's one. And that's why. And end zone posts. Like, you know, what are the odds that you're, a quarterback is going to throw the ball and hit the upright of an end zone? Okay, in the end Twice. zone. Okay. Jeremiah Mazzoli did it twice in one game. I think that has to be a record. He did it three times in two weeks. Like, seriously, how do you hit a post? You know they're there. They didn't move. They're not attacking your ball. Seriously. Yeah, but think about it. Think about it. Aren't most, what color are most goalposts? White. But I think in Hamilton, they're yellow, aren't they? Or the Hamilton color. Maybe he thinks he's throwing to tall, skinny Hamilton receiver. I don't know. <laughs> Hang on here. Let's. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm gonna. Yeah, they're yellow. They're yellow in Hamilton. Yeah, they're, they're well, they're you're here. Your phone's not working very well. They're yellow in Winnipeg as well. Are they? Whose phone? Yeah. Your phone will. You're, you're making funny noises. Again? No, it's yeah. not Elvin and the Chipmunks this time. Oh, isn't it? No. Okay. Yeah, they're, they're, they're yellow in Winnipeg as well. Okay. And in BC Place, they are nothing but soccer. Uh, oh, really? I got to go to page two. I got the home show before I get a BC Lions picture. No, they're yellow at BC Place, too. I think they're yellow everywhere, actually. Yeah, okay. I think, I think they're yellow. Sorry, Will. They're not white. No? Okay. There you go. What What are they in, in McMahon? You know? I think red. No, you're an idiot. <laughs> Thanks for the advice. 
<laughs> wasn't advice, it was a statement. <laughs> okay. Thank you. They're, I appreciate that. <laughs> they're they're white. Are they? They're okay. At, they're white at McMahon. Yeah, they're white. Oh, that's the matter of the That's right. Oh, You're telling us his, his, his phone's not working. You're, very you're well. really cutting out, Will. They're, they're yellow in Edmonton, too. Okay, so let's get on with this. We've got the games in the schedule. That's good. We're going to put those aside. And we're gonna. I'll put those in the computer in a bit. Okay, so let's get on with our agenda that uh, Charles has so generously created for us since he's not even here tonight, but he still put the agenda together. What a nice man! I appreciate that, Charles. Okay, despite the fact he leads the CFL CFL in all-purpose yards, it appears that Chris Rainey is in the doghouse with the BC Lions, and speculation is he could be moved by the club. Do we think he played his final game as a lion? And if so, where is he likely to land? He's not being traded. Yes, I heard the rumor that there are four teams, two in the West, two in the East, that are interested in his services. And they have said so to the BC Lions. And BC has flat out said he is not on the market. Although, if there was some stellar trade offer that was put up, I'm sure that they would entertain it. But, I, they, they'd entertain trading anybody if the right offer was up. You'd be a fool not to. So, but why would you trade him? He's the number one in all purpose yards. Yes, he's playing a running back slash receiver slash kick returner slash punt returner. And he's leading the league. But let's face it, he's too teeny to be a running back. He's too teeny. Yes, I know there's been really, some really small, successful running backs. But you can't share kick return duties with a running back. He gets too tired. And yes, his ego says that he can do it and wants to do it and is all pissed off because he's not allowed to do it. But the man should just be a kick returner. He is amazing when he returns kicks, when his special teams can actually set him up properly. That's the problem. Okay, so deep sigh. I don't know what to say here. He just needs to shut up, get out of the media. I hate it when players talk to the media. I mean, seriously, why are you doing this? I know media asks players questions. They shouldn't be allowed. Like, seriously, shut up. Okay, shut up. It's Deron Carter all over again, man. Like, come on, shut up. Chris Rainey is like two, four, six, sixth in the league. It's embarrassing. He needs to deal with this a little better. I don't know. Okay, I'm I'm done on my rant. I'm a BC Lions fan. I'm very passionate about this. Chris Rainey is a great football player. He needs to focus on what he is great at. He's not a great running back. He is an absolutely amazing kick returner. Shut up. Get away from the media. Stop being a whiny little bitch. Play football. Do your job that you're being paid for. Mark, your thoughts on this one? Part of it, I think, is Wally Bono has been that team 
for how many years now? Too many. Like, yeah, forever. <laughs> and this is not his team anymore. This is Ed Hervey's team. Yeah. He He's showing that with the moves he's made. Yeah. He has no loyalty. You know, Wally can get, like, some other coaches, especially, say, a guy like O'Shea in the loyalty bit. Wally's good at getting rid of guys when they're done or close to being done. But really, Rainey isn't close to being done. No. So this this is an Ed Hervey move. Um, there's two different reporters that are talking about the four teams. One of them is Lalji, and I I hesitate to use him as a source because I just he's wrong so much. Who is this? <laughs> Farhan. Uh, Farhan Lalji. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know, and the other one's Lowell. Yeah. Yeah, he's pretty good at it. He's usually pretty close. Um, I'm just wondering with his with Rainey bitching in public, which I've never seen really a BC Lion player do. Oh no, Rainey's done it before. Has yeah, has he? Yeah, Rainey has done it before, and I told the bitch to shut up then too. (laughs) It's <laughs> you are right in that he hasn't been effective as effective as a kick returner since they started putting him in on the offense. I get why they do because he does have that explosive ability as a running back or even just as a slot back to if you get the ball with space. But his best play is returning kicks. The last time BC went to the playoffs, they went to the playoffs, and Jennings was amazing based on did they ever start field position. on their side of their field? Almost never. Rainey had them at center field, if not at the 35 or 40, every single time. Short fields, hey, you're, you're almost at a field goal range already. Yeah. So Rainey needs to, like we've said, everybody said about um, Nichols, shut up and play football. Yeah. You're just, you're looking stupid. You know, they brought in film saying, look, you're making mistakes here. You're making, you're missing this assignment on offense. You're, you're not doing it. Sorry. You're not good enough. Stick to returning kicks. Rainey is explosive as hell, but he's not a great offensive player. Like, as in being a, a guy on the offense every down. But do you know why? Because he's never done it. Well, no. He's a pro. If, if, if you look at Chris Rainey, okay, if they put Chris Rainey into the field, the opposing team defense oh, yeah. knows that Chris Rainey's going to get the ball. So they tee yeah, on him. Time. Yeah, every time. Well, yeah, and he's a terrible decoy because he's too small to block. Okay? So he can, he loses his assignment. So he shouldn't be on offense. No, nope. and this is two successive offensive coordinators that have kept him on it. Offense. It's, it's ridiculous. It's not Kahari Jones' team anymore on the offense. This is a brand new offensive coordinator. Who's doing the same old things? Well, okay, hang on. I, I wish I could be Will and say this, but I can't. But look who they were. Kahari Jones, 
and Jarius Jackson. Mm-hmm. Neither one of them were good as quarterbacks. That doesn't necessarily mean a lot. Like no, a you're right, Gimlet. it doesn't. But n- like nobody Gimlet. liked them before. Why would you <laughs> like them as a coach? I mean, come on. <laughs> hey, you don't have to be liked as a coach. You just have to win. And they're not. Nope. Right? That's plain and simple. They're not winning. So I'm looking at Chris Rainey's stats. You know, he is the number one kickoff returner in the league right now. That's no surprise. 776 yards. And they've only played nine games. Okay? And he's probably played close eight. to the least amount of kickoff returns. Uh, it's down there. Not, not really. I mean, Ottawa and Calgary. Nobody scored points on Calgary, so you don't really get to kick off much, right? Yep. At least once a game he gets to return. But punts, okay? Chris Rainey's only returned 36 punts compared to Kevin Fogg at 56 and, and Deontay Spencer at 52. Christian Jones. Christian Jones, who leads the league at 46. 605 yards. Okay? I mean, he's got eight games. The, Kevin Fogg has played... Three more games. He's played 11 games. Of course he's going to have more yards. And it's not even that many more. It's only it's 140 yards more. Chris Rainey can't get 140 yards in three games. Punt returning. There's something seriously the matter. He's number one in the league in kick returns and punt returns and number one overall in all-purpose yards. If you extrapolate it per game, he's up there. I don't know. He Shut up just and play football. Returning kicks. Just return kicks. Just return kicks. Shut up and play yep. football. Will, what's your thoughts on this one? Shut what's up and play one? football. Shut up and play football. I mean, that's it's not difficult. That 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 goes for every player in the CFL. Shut up and play football. Yeah. I mean, you know what? Chris Rainey is Chris Rainey. And I, BC would be stupid to trade him, okay? Oh, of course. Of course. Uh, it's going to hurt you. Because he's one of their better players, to be honest with you. Um, but if he's not happy there, I bet you there's lots of teams who'd take him on. Yeah, but you better get somebody freaking special in return. Yeah, well. Ooh, you're not going to get a ton for a kick returner. No, you're not. No. So why not. not? Why not keep him? Right. I mean, Wait. does he does he by saying what he said to the media or whatever that he said, like does that mess up the dressing room? Probably. So, I mean, I I just wish these guys would shut up and play football. It's that simple. Yeah. Okay. Show us what you can do on the field, and then nobody will say anything to you off the field. It's that simple. You know what I mean? Because uh, he, Chris Rady is not Brandon Banks, that's for sure. No. No. You know, Brandon Banks has turned into quite a good receiver. Believe it or not, I'm shocked by that. Because he's another midget, but... You know, but yeah, Chris Rainey. I mean, trade him, don't trade him. 
Well, don't th- really care. Brandon Banks is playing receiver. Now he is. Right? Okay, Chris Rainey is, is playing running back. Different positions. Right. No, I realize that. I I've never I've never liked I've never liked Rainey as a as a running back. No, I, I but don't, if you put him I out as a receiver, receivers do not get hit as much. No, okay? I realize that, but but as he, a running he, back, he he's can too run small. all day. I mean, he's just small little black guy. He can run like forever, right? Um, oh my God, but, did you say that? Yeah, it's a will comment, okay? <laughs> um, but he can run forever. It's the abuse. He can't take the hits as a running back and still return kicks because your body can't <laughs> take the abuse. Especially these little guys. Right. I mean, that's where it comes from to me. I'm not picking on him for any other other reason than go be a receiver. You want to be part of the offense? Go be a receiver. Okay? Don't be a running back. 26.8 average kick returns. Yards on a kick What's his average run? 26. His average run is 12.4. Only Terry Williams and um, Kristen Jones are more. Hmm. Mind you, well, you get Mark- those on those around the corners, I guess, on the second in inches probably when yeah. he gets bust, when he busts outside for the big one. Yeah. Uh, his longest is 79 yards, which yeah. is. Second in the league. Third in the league. Uh, kickoff return, 74 yards. Longest in the in the, in the CFL. I mean, that's a, a, a returner. Why is this such a problem? Who, who can't see this? Sounds like it's him. Yeah, sounds like it's him. Okay, comes back to football you know, players. And, and, Not real smart. And why is it? Why is it that these little kick returners always open their mouth? Look at look at Roy Finch. His career is over because he opened his mouth. Okay. Yeah. Brandon and Banks' like, career oh, should have been over because he opened his mouth. But he should. Right. You know, he just plays football. Yeah. Yeah, he does. He grew up. He does. I'm starting to think, you know, one of the things I'm starting to think is, uh, and someone mentioned this to me a long time ago when, it, when, it, when he first came into the league, he told me that June Jones is a really good coach. And by looking at Hamilton and how he's taken over and does what he wants to do, I think he is a really good coach. Oh, I, th- I do too. He's doing he's turned Brandon amazing. Banks in, He turned Brandon Banks into a receiver. And who would have thunk that? I mean, when, when Brandon Banks was there with Kent Austin, Kent Austin never had that thought for some reason. So, Look at Chris Jones. He turned Deron Carter into a defensive back. <laughs> or was it a linebacker? Or was it an offensive lineman? Or well, he, 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 he was taking reps as a linebacker. Speaking of speaking of turning players into in, into players, what did you guys think, or did you even see it, Christopher? I know Mark did. What do you think of that touchdown by the offensive lineman in Toronto? The other day, I love seeing those. <laughs> he slid on the ground, caught the ball. It was pretty yep. impressive, man. He laid out. It was pretty impressive. You know, a six hey. foot six, fourth, hundred pound guy laid out for a catch. <laughs> yep. So, um, 
what what's the line? It was John Madden said it. I love it when the fat man scores because you get the fat man dance. <laughs> you, remember, you remember that from the, the mm-hmm. replacements? Yep. Yep. That's true because you do. You get the fat man spike and you get the fat man dance. Have you noticed since the league said the players could do pretty much anything they wanted when it came to touchdown celebrations? It's been guys spiking the ball, and that's about it. Yeah. It's like, come on, guys. What, do something? Be creative? Yeah. They're being all sorts of doing crazy stuff up until that penalty was called on Darvin Adams for grabbing the camera. They, they, that, uh, he didn't get penalized for that. Or not. Well, he got fined. He got fined, but he didn't get penalized. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what it, it's, it's, he got fined for it. Somebody but else got, took, they got, they got penalized for crawling through the, 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 the billboards. Of, the billboards. Yeah. Yeah. That was Calgary. Wasn't it? Or was that Edmonton? No, that was a uh, Toronto guy. Toronto? Oh, okay. that, uh, yeah, or Edmonton, I can't remember. Yeah, I think he, it was Edmonton. He, I think all the receivers did it. But ever since he crawled through the advertising side. Yeah, ever since then, now they're not doing it. Okay. I, I think that that was a that, that was a cool thing. Crawling through the advertisement thing, I thought yeah. that was good for them. I'm just thinking the minute they, the minute they legalize marijuana, nobody's going to do it anymore. <laughs> no, man. <laughs> Yeah, is that is that the end of uh, Deron Carter's career? <laughs> hey man, it's legal now. Okay. Anything else we got to talk about here that, about this little bitch, Chris, or any? No. I think if he ends up anywhere, though, I could see. They said two in the east and two in the west. So I don't know if he can throw Montreal into that mix because they probably have to release four guys to stay near the cap. So it would have to basically be Ottawa or Toronto because um, they sure as hell don't need him in Hamilton. In the west, Saskatchewan, Winnipeg. Well, Calgary is well. I'm not big on Calgary's uh, uh, run uh, kick returner. They lost Roy Finch, and this other guy is doing okay, but he's not spectacular. Nope. You don't think Calgary would be in, in the marketplace for him? No, nope. Calgary, Calgary doesn't. doesn't tra- Calgary doesn't trade for people. They don't trade for people, and they don't really. Make even stuff during the season. They they just stick with the next man up. Yeah. So you're saying Winnipeg and who's Saskatchewan? No, Saskatchewan's got the number one guy in the league here with Christian Jones. Winnipeg's number two with Paul. And they also that that new player who scored the touchdown last week, Mark, against Winnipeg. Yeah. Um. The the thing with Fog is because he's had so many punt returns. Fogg, honestly, you're going to be very hard-pressed to find a Winnipeg fan, including myself, to say he's been dangerous on punt and kick returns this year. He has not. Well, he's only That's had one kick return. 
yeah, that's part of what killed us in the um, Labor Day game was I think we averaged maybe five yards a return on a punt return. Okay. He, he, I think he's busted one this year, and that's about it. He's got the lead because he's we've played 11 games, and he leads in how many punts he's caught. So. Oh, he's got he's got more than anybody. Mm-hmm. Fifty fifty six. So it would make sense that he's at the lead of it. But he's also got one of the lowest averages. Yeah, what is his average? Ten point four. Yeah, on punts, that's horrible. Yeah. Yes, it is. It is, and like I say, you're really hard pressed right now to find anybody defending fog on punt returns. Yeah. Winnipeg yeah. special teams has been shit, so. Well, so is their defense, and so is their offense, and so is pretty much everything. Yeah, they're still in the playoffs. And I don't know if they are. I, they are not. They, they are, are not. four points up on the crossover. Ooh, they, they are so. They are so. Okay, yep. gotcha. That's only because Toronto and Montreal are tied with BC. <laughs> Don't be laughing at my owls. They're coming back, baby. They've lost more games than any other team. I just wanted to point that out. Trust me, I know. BC may be tied in points, but we've lost two fewer games because they've played two more games than us. (laughs) Okay, moving on. Toronto coach Mark Tressman appears to be changing his stance with regards to Deron Carter being in the lineup this week against Hamilton. Is there any real good reason why Carter should not be in the lineup? I was just looking at the news story that it says, and where did it go? Argo is still undecided. Okay. Mark Tresman says Marcus Ball has a leg injury and would be evaluated through the week questionable for Saturday. He said Deron Carter has been doing and saying the right thing so far. Sounds to me like he'll get in on Saturday versus the Ticats by Chris O'Leary. Deron Carter is saying and doing the right things. The one thing that I'm very, very impressed with is the way he has assimilated with our football team. I'm extremely impressed with him in his actions, his demeanor, his words. I've talked to a number of players. That's where I get my information relative to Deron. He's been great in the locker room, and I've been extremely impressed with him in his meetings. He's asked questions. Those questions have not been by by any intentions been made to draw any attention to himself. They've been very well thought out and very on point, and that's been impressive. That's from the coach. What do you think? Well, should Toronto take a gamble on Duran Carter and put him in the game? Why the hell? No, I don't see why him? not. Well, I don't see why they shouldn't. I think uh, they kept him out for the first week because uh, Mark Trestman is flexing his muscles, saying, I'm in control. I can do with you what I want. So just Christopher Jones' favorite line, shut the fuck up and play football. <laughs> 
bitch. And and bitch. And I think obviously since he's been in Toronto, he's been doing that because he might have them fooled. Or maybe Deron Tur- Carter is turning over a new leaf, man. And he no, got he's mature not. in the. No, he's he, not. He got mature in the week that it took him to get from Toronto to or Montreal to or sorry Saskatchewan to Toronto. Maybe that's it. No. Maybe that's it. Maybe. No, he, maybe there's he's enough. Always good. Maybe he's there, always good no, for no, the first six games. Maybe there's enough leadership in the locker room that they're telling him to be quiet, play football, work hard, and and there you go. So who knows? But uh, you know, I I think Mark Christmas has has pretty good control over that team, and uh, so I don't see why you shouldn't play Carter, especially. If you don't start winning soon, your season is done. Great Cup champions. Okay, your season is done. So you better put him in the lineup because we've all agreed that he is a good receiver What he's on. Maybe he's found his place in life in Tirana. So there you go. What do you think, Mark? I'll give him credit for one thing. We all know how much he loves Twitter. Yep. Unless he's on with a completely different name and everything, no pictures, he's still not on Twitter. They figure that uh, they figure Mark Tressman made him do that. Oh yeah, you can but guarantee that it. was one of the conditions. You can guarantee, and you never know. Maybe Jerron Carter's thinking this could be last chance you for him. Okay, so we all know he wants back in the states. Yeah, well, he's, he's not, not going to be a ten or not, fifteen year guy. Up he's here. not going to get. Yeah, be. he's not getting back in the states. Because yeah, back in the states is going to be the AAF. Right. There's two leagues. Or the XFL. There's two leagues. These the American guys that are on the bubble up here can look at. Okay. You know, well, you know, I don't really want to be up here anymore. If I can latch on with a team, I'm saving, what, 30 40% in taxes alone. So a guy like him has made no, he's made no bones that he wants to be in the States. Yes, he's always said NFL. He's not making the NFL. Maybe he's finally realized that, and he's going to shut up and play football and get latch on next year with the AAL or whatever it's called, or the XFL. Alliance Football League. Yeah, whatever it's called. Um, he, I still think there was no reason he shouldn't have played last week. Yeah, I guess Mark Tressman flexing his muscles. And other people were saying, well, he doesn't know the playbook. Is there? There's nine teams in the league. There's nine offensive coordinators that call virtually the exact same post route or an out route or whatever. They just, one calls it an apple, another calls it an orange, whatever. It's football. And even if he doesn't know all the plays, he's still a hell of a decoy. You know, we were talking about Chris Rainey being a decoy. Deron Carter's a hell of a decoy to have on the field. But you have to respect him. Yeah, you have to respect having him on the field. So 
there's no reason he shouldn't play this week. They're desperate for wins. Desperate now in Toronto. Yeah, you ain't going to go from winning the Grey Cup to being out of the playoffs completely with five weeks to go. They're having attendance issues now. They're completely out of the playoffs. Whoosh. Yeah, it's you got to have them on the field. It's really, it's about it. It's just get them on the field. Let them play. Will, what do you think? I already win, Christopher. Oh, did you? I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Uh, yeah, we all kind of figured that. Whether hell freezes over or pigs learn to fly, I'll be a rider fan until the day I die. Who? Seriously? Seriously? You guys put this up? Oh, God. Yeah, I just want to puke. Okay. Uh, moving on. I'm done with Deron Carter. Manny Arsenal's out for the season. Do you think he might end up in BC? No, shut up. Uh, Commissioner Randy Ambrosi. I really want to know who put this clown in charge and why everybody's so excited about him. Says he has plans for taking the CFL out to a global market, but does he need to shore up some of the existing markets in the league currently before branching out beyond our borders? I, I, I'm sorry. I, I haven't read the article, so I'm going to ask you guys some questions here. Is he wanting to open up new teams in another country or does he just want to take and do some preseason games in China or Germany or something like that? Mark. Well, I'm just reading a paragraph right here. I can read out to you. What Ambrosi and the governors will discuss is the idea of creating an opportunity for developing Canadian players who have finished college or junior programs but have not been able to crack CFL rosters to go to other countries and hone their skills. So, yes, they are looking at, I don't know if they would almost call it a junior league out there or a minor league. You know, junior is in not full professional. Um, You want to call it semi-pro? Semi-pro, yeah. It also says, as well, the CFL would look at recruiting players from other non-traditional gridiron football countries to play in Canada. Down the road, there could be plans to play CFL games in international locations and send CFL coaches overseas to work during the off-season. Let's make this league global. Let's not be a small CFL. Let's be a big CFL. Well, I do agree that there's a lot of talented football players playing outside of the norm. I mean, there's, what is there, 60-some-odd teams in Europe? Yeah, it's something um, like that, yeah. I mean, they, they love gridiron football over there. Absolutely love it. Everybody thinks, oh, man, that all they do is play soccer. No, they play some serious gridiron football over there. Is it of a respectable caliber? No. I don't think so. I don't think they're going to find anybody over there in, from Sweden or Germany, Lars or Hans or whoever, that's going to come over here and play football and, and be able to compete with the Americans for the import spots on a Canadian team. 
if you want to call if you want to call it, 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 it the only way that you could do this think about this one for a second and I'm, I'm going to throw this out there because it's absolutely stupid and ridiculous what if instead of nationals and international players we have players and Americans and we limit the amount of Americans that can play on the team but it if a Swedish guy wants to come in, he can be a national player. I'm actually surprised they haven't done that yet. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. No, 100%. Does that make sense? It does and it doesn't. Uh, reading further in the article, it also says that uh, they were talking to Dan- Danny Matrocha is kind of one of the guys who is involved with this, of course. And he was oh, taught he they were fucked up every yeah. football team he's ever been on, so he might as well oh, fuck no, up. No, he's the great league. at college. He's a great college coach. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. What he's he's saying that he's got six. He knows of at least six or seven players from his program that have no eligibility left to play at college or anywhere else because after college, you're done. You're done. You're pro. Yeah. You're either pro or you're working at a regular job. And it may give them a chance to get better somewhere else because at least they're playing. So I do get what he's saying. But, you know, the one argument against it that's in here, of course, is always the argument. We have to fix the attendance issues in B.C., Toronto, Montreal. And you hear that every single time a new idea comes up. Yes, there's attendance issues. There has been for a long time. It more than likely will not change. You've got deep-pocketed owners in those cities, depending on who um, BC gets sold to. But you've got strong ownership. This is a strong ownership group in the league itself in decades. Yeah. I'm not saying we do this tomorrow, go to Europe and do all this stuff. I'm, I'm hoping Ambrosi's thing the same thing, that this is a long-term thing because there's so much to set up. But it almost sounds like he's trying to do what they do in soccer, whether it's in Europe or what they're planning on doing with the new Canadian League here, is you have your top rung, your premier division, and then you have your second division and your third division down further. Basically, the teams in Europe would be the second division. But it would give Canadian kids a chance to get better and play because one, it, it, other than arena football, which I don't know, even know how many Canadians are in arena football, other than arena football, once you're done your college, if you don't make a team, you're done. You are finished. Okay, here's here's my question for you, Mark. Sorry, I don't don't mean to interrupt yeah, you, no, no. but no. let's go. Let's just look at this as facts. Okay, we've got a, a German league football league going on over there, and there there is a German football league over there, and it's got a substantial amount of players in it. Um, here here's the stat leaders for German football. In, American Football International is a magazine that does football around the world. Uh, we got a good uh, good friend of mine, uh, Roger Kelly, is the manager of this, and he he is currently in Europe. I think he's in Sweden. He used to be the uh, marketing promotion guy of the BC Lions, and he is now 
part of this. Now, they've got football in Europe, Asia, Africa, North America, South America, and Australia. And uh, they're following gridiron football and all of these things. And there's just like a plethora of teams, like 20-some-odd 20 teams in Germany alone. What you're talking about now is having Canadian football players who haven't made the CFL, and obviously yep. not the NFL, to go over to Germany or to Sweden or to Denmark and play football. But there's 400 times more American football players who have fallen into the same category that are better than the Canadian football players for the most part who are looking to do the same thing. And most of the teams in Europe only allow six import players on a team. Okay? The rest of the team has to be from that country, whether it's Germany or Spain or wherever, right? So where do you expect all these Canadians to go, Randy Ambrosi? Well, he'd make his own new league. He'd make his own new league. Yep. They would make a new league out there is, I think, what they're talking about. And it would probably have the same kind of ratio stuff they have up they have here. They'd relax it a bit. But I'll bet you it would still have the you have to have so many Canadians per team. I'm not sure where the CFL's getting the money for this. And if the players get a hold of this Okay, so you're creating a new league and you're still paying me 50000 bucks. Yeah. Yeah, the, 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 I understand what he's saying. He's all about growing the game. But shut up. Wait. Until this is concrete and until we get through the CBA and you pay the players some more money, don't bring I, this kind of stuff up. It's cannon fodder for them. I, I don't see this getting any traction at all. Zero. Zero. What do you think, Will? I, uh, I'm just wondering what would motivate German people to go out and watch a Canadian, a team with mostly Canadians play football when they have their own hometown teams there. Because they don't like Americans? <laughs> Well, no, but Canadians, Germans probably like Germans, and and so isn't. Uh, yeah. I think Adam Rita is coaching in Italy or something like that right now. Yeah, I think you're correct. They have a they have a they have teams out there apparently. Um, I, 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 you know what? If if you don't if you go through college and you don't make a pro team. Well, guess what? Get on with your life, okay? It wasn't going to happen. It didn't happen. And and I don't know if any development in a German league or whatever kind of league is going to make a difference. Because to get better, I think you have to play against better players. And I, I don't know what the teams are like in, in Europe, but I'm sure they're not better than... North American teams. So I bet money kinda, against it. It's kind of stupid, and 
Number one, I think the CFL has enough problems of its own that he should be working on before you start developing teams. I mean, right from the get-go, the guy came out and we're going to have a team in Halifax. We're going to have a team in Halifax, okay? And I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, there's nothing wrong with having ideas. Actually, the Halifax thing. The Halifax thing. They've there was an article today. Um, they're down to two sites: the preferred site and the backup site. Now they're in negotiations with those two sites. I mean, if How you want to, be in negotiations when there's no money. I have right, no well, idea. Personally, I, I think if you want to. If you want to grow the CFL, I think you need to go to places in the States. And I'm not talking the last American expansion, but I'm talking, you know, places like North Dakota, South Dakota, Minnesota. Okay, little places like that that love football. Michigan, too. Yeah. There you go. You know, so... I just think he's barking up the wrong tree. That's all. You know, if they put a CFL team in Detroit, they would support it because the Lions in Detroit are useless. They're as bad as the Cleveland Browns. People Mm -hmm. would walk away from them. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, some people are getting a little bit of – we are getting a little bit of traction in the U.S. as far as watching CFL goes. Huge. Well, I wouldn't say huge, but huge. You know, what can I say? But I just think it's silly. And actually, further on in the article, there's some stuff that has, makes more sense that they're doing. They're actually looking at because of the Winnipeg game with the three delays. They're putting a thing together for what to do with the severe weather. They've been looking at it for about a month, apparently, and they're going to continue looking at it in the off season, and have something put together for next year. What are you talking about? When Winnipeg had the three weather delays. Yeah. And what can the game you do? Last, whether they would continue to do it the way they do it now, or play it the next day. Um, there was also in here about the forest fires with this, uh, that almost canceled the Edmonton game. They're just come, trying to come up with a contingency plan. Well, put some roofs over the stadium, and it's not a problem. Yeah. It is in Winnipeg. You can't. Not if they want to have a concert. Put a roof over it. You can't. The two, the what? gods of sport, the gods of sport in Winnipeg, True North, the guys that own the Jets, got the mayor at the time to put a clause in the contract their contract that concerts over a certain number if they're roofed have to be in or not over a certain number but between a certain number if they're in an enclosed place they have to be at the MTS center here and it's a ironclad lifelong no ending clause so they couldn't put a roof on anyway Sure. <laughs> you know, and, and as far as as far as making 
changing things for smoke and for rain and for thunder and lightning. I play football in Winnipeg in minus 20 degree weather, okay? Outside. You're okay? So, like, no, no, but what, what the, so what, it's a little smoky, so what, it's raining a little bit. Come on, that's, that's well, an outdoor the, sport. Yeah, the, the smoke thing, when it was in Edmonton, oh. they were telling people to just stay inside because of how bad it was. And yeah, lightning, and, and I don't want, I don't want to be on a football field when there's lightning. Right over top of me. Uh, no thanks. What are the odds? Seriously, what are the odds? Zero. Uh, where zero I grew point up. Zero 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 twelve. Yeah, and where I grew up, the soccer field pretty much right behind my house. Sitting in the house one day, massive flash of lightning, clap of thunder, zapped a guy 300 yards away from my house while he was playing soccer. Cool. So it does That's happen. because you guys don't have trees. You should have more uh, trees. Will, would you like to explain to them how many trees Winnipeg has? <laughs> Twelve? Yeah, more than Saskatchewan. <laughs> What's your point? <laughs> and, you know, Mark, and I'll, I'll go one step further. Once upon a time in my mid-20s when I used to drink a lot, <clears throat> I was at a place in the Paw, Manitoba, called Clearwater Lake. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you're familiar with it. Yeah. And I was out. Vi- I was out visiting a buddy and his wife, and his wife went to bed, and we did what we weren't supposed to do, i.e., drink. And there was a thunder and lightning storm outside, and we thought it would be a great idea to take steel lawn chairs. And swim out and swim out into the middle of the lake where there was a platform, and sit and watch the lightning. And and we did that. <laughs> and the next morning, his wife got up and asked us what we did last night, and we told her, and she looked at us both like we were insane, and we're like, what? And now that I think about it, I could have died that night. But I still didn't get hit by lightning. I still didn't get hit by lightning. It was quite it was quite a show, man, let me tell you. Yeah, uh, think uh, about the lawsuit a team would have uh, if a player yeah, or a fan gets hit by lightning. Yeah. <laughs> okay. They have to close it. They have to close it, but making concessions the next day that's just ridiculously stupid. Because you'd have a team playing in a stadium with no people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's wrong. You just have to do exactly what they did. Can't you know postpone yeah, it, bring it back, it. and let's let's play it. Okay. The Philippine yeah. Football League has six teams in it. Is launching their third season in the Philippines. And, and is there a, is there a height restriction on that team? <laughs> Don't don't cough up a lung there, smoker. I'm trying not to. I'm trying not to. Anyway, you know you 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 and Mrs. Will are the first people that I've I've known in a long, long, long time that smoke. It was kind of weird going over to your place, and you guys both smoked. It was like really, I've never seen smokers. I haven't seen smokers in ten years. Nobody in well, BC smokes anymore. Okay, but I also heard from a guy the other day that 
you can still smoke anywhere you want in Paris, okay? Yeah, you can. Apparently, people apparently people still butt their cigarettes in their in their breakfast dishes, okay? So yeah, yeah, I I, I think they do that in Quebec too. Yeah, but it's not really a province or a city. Um, yeah, I, I uh, I'm not proud of that fact, Christopher. But just so you know, but you know, whatever. Okay, let's just get back to Randy and Brosy here. Yeah, he's an idiot. Okay, let's move Did on. Did I say that? Now that we've established Sorry. that and we agree on it, let's just move on. Okay? Damn, Are you good with that? He'll never, damn it, he'll never be a guest on our show. Son of a gun. I could get Jeffrey Orridge, though. He likes me. Christopher, you had, you made a comment right at the start, I forgot, at the start of this topic, about why does everybody like this guy? Yeah. Is it not, obvi- is it not obvious? No. He He wears jeans. And he drinks beer with the fans. So? That's what they love. That was the big knock against Orridge. That makes him a big dog and pony show. That was one of the big knocks about Orridge. He was this guy in suits and he doesn't drink with the fans. And that was a knock on him. And that's what they love. I know it was. I know it was. Except he was an awesome commissioner, and this guy's a complete putz. So we've got the CFLs now in a snafu. You know what snafu means? Yes. Situation normal, all fucked up. Okay. Moving on, just because I can, and I'm tired of this. Last year's Great Cup MVP. I can't even say this guy's name. Why can't they just have John and Steve and stuff? Devere. Devere. Devere Devere Posey Posey. has been drawing interest from the BC Lions, but with injuries to receivers in both Edmonton and Hamilton, is, is it likely going to be a battle for his services? Where do we think he will end up? Well, we've also got what's his name coming back too. Who's the other guy? Not just Posey. Um, come on, come on, come on, come on. The Edmonton That's guy. To Zils- uh, Zilstra. He signed Zilstra. already in Minnesota. Oh, did he? he signed in Minnesota. He made yeah. it, okay. he made Minnesota. Yeah. Okay. He didn't make it. He just signed in there, didn't he? No, he made the opening roster. Oh, yeah. good for him. Good for him. Okay. Yeah, so Posey. Going to be a BC Lion? I don't know. Wouldn't that be cool? Who needs him? Everybody. Everybody? He could go anywhere. Where is he from? What was his last CFL team? Toronto. Toronto. Oh, they don't need him. They just signed Deron Carter. Winnipeg could use him. We have the worst receivers in the CFL. I agree. Yeah. Well, are they the worst receivers? Because you don't got a good quarterback. Well, you apparently have one of the greatest quarterbacks, and Winnipeg and BC are tied with 100-yard receiving games. One. Yeah, but then you've got two more games than us. 
and Matt Nichols has only played eight of the 11 games we've played. So <laughs> um, we can do those numbers all around the rosy if you want. So maybe Winnipeg. Winnipeg's got good receivers and a shitty quarterback, and BC's got a good quarterback and shitty receivers. <laughs> you haven't been watching the games with the amount of throws that Nichols has put right on the Darvin Adams number, and he drops them. Um, um, on you one know of who the other Collins is? Yeah, uh, it's worse here. It's he Darvin Adams is our number one receiver, and he probably catches sixty percent of the passes that hit his hands. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Look, you know I'm a Bomber fan, and I'm the one who says we have the worst receivers in the CFL. Oh, I'm not disputing that. But you got a quarterback that can't stay out of the media. Play football, bitch. That's what he had done the yeah, last two weeks. Didn't. Or last he week, didn't. anyway. He didn't say anything last week except he put it on itself that they lost the game, so. Yeah. Oh, I just can't wait till he gets into Winnipeg this week and Saskatchewan kicks their butt. And, that, and then what happens? Oh, my good Lord, those fans are going to hey, come unglued hey, on hey, him. Hey, Mark, will you be attending that game? <laughs> uh, you think? Yes. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. Tailgate's already all set up. Okay. <laughs> Could be interesting yeah. with a twelve o'clock noon um tailgate. I want to game start. Three. Ooh, those are scary games. Uh, I'm still reading through Roger Kelly's uh, Facebook page here because he's one of my Facebook friends. And there's there's football leagues all over Europe. I'm going back to this again just because it's funny. And he's got a post up here that says, uh, oh, where did it go? The Reykjavik Erhanjar are looking for opponents. There's a football team in Iceland, and they don't have anybody to play. <laughs> There's a perfect spot to put a new CFL league in. <laughs> Do you know how many people there are in Iceland? A couple hundred thousand. I don't know. About 200,000. Yeah. Okay. In the entire country. Okay, we're talking about almost as many people in Abbotsford. No. They have a football team. They have a football team. They just got nobody to play. Well, how do they know they have a football team then? Well, they they bring other teams from other leagues in to play exhibition games from Austria, Norway, Germany, Great Britain. Winning five games and losing three. That's not too bad. Okay, I've got to get off this page. Otherwise, I'll be here all night. Okay. Rambrosi, you're an idiot. Back on to Posey. Who do you think, where, where do you think Posey's going to land, Mark? BC. You think? I just think, yeah, I really do with... I know there was another article that came out that said Arsenal is looking at coming back this year. 
but I really think Arsenal's done in a BC uniform. Really? And they they need that big play receiver. Like everybody does realistically. You know, Calgary, Hamill, they just lost one of their best. But I really do think BC. BC or Toronto. Okay. Mark, or sorry, Will, where do you think he's going to go? Well, if Winnipeg would cut somebody, maybe he'd go to Winnipeg. They could use him. No doubt about it. I'd love to see him in Calgary, but Calgary doesn't do those characters. It drives me a little nutty sometimes, but but I'm sure the next this roster anyways. Just the way it is. It seems that John Huffnagel has an endless number of players that he chooses from on a regular basis. So I don't know if it's going to be that easier easy next year when we have the Alliance Football League, but we'll see. Okay. So last year's Grey Cup MVP Dever. What was it? Devar Deveris. Devar. Tavarius? Yeah, I don't know. Who cares? Posey. We'll just call him Posey. Bring her around the rosy. Pocket full of Posey. Anyhow, uh, it's going to end up in BC. Yeah. Well, can't say I'd be disappointed with that, but let's see what happens. Moving on. We've only got one more subject. We've got lots of time. Ottawa coach Rick Campbell has declined to comment on the future of Kyrie Bear with Ottawa. Red Blacks going forward, is it possible he is worn out his welcome with the latest suspension? Is there anyone else who would possibly take him should he be released? Yeah, he hasn't played in Saskatchewan. Yeah, but he's old. You take away the idiocy of his some of his hits. He's still playing at an extremely high level. Yes, so is. Carlson Hughes, and he yep. doesn't have the yes, idiocy of his hits. Compare the two of them. I don't. Oh, I dare you. Well, there is no comparison. There's no one comparison. One of the ones that said he needs to be out of the league, but I wouldn't be surprised if Ottawa released him. The team picked him up. Is Ottawa going to release him? No. No. no why would they? So. I, I think it's, it's a ridiculous, stupid comment or article completely. Is Rick Campbell think... pissed off at him? Yeah. But, I mean, think about this. Okay, he didn't play. He gets what, – what was his suspension, one game or two? Two. Two, okay. So, does two. that not help Ottawa with the salary cap? I don't know what the ruling is on that. He doesn't get paid for those games, so how could that go against the cap? Yeah, well, it's a CFL. I'm not sure what the rule is on that one. He's not allowed to get paid for those games. So how could it possibly count as salary? It's the CFL, too, so. So, you know, hey, he just did Ottawa a favor. 
I don't know. I see that. I'm confused. Yeah, I don't know either. Um, I, 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 honestly, I, I, first, I, I think he should. Uh, if he does it again this year, when he does come back, I think he should should be suspended for half a season. Just saying. Well, I mean, two years ago, we all we all agreed that Kyrie C. Bear should be banned from the league if he did it again. Then he did it again, and we all agreed that Kyrie C. Bear should be banned from the league forever. And that if he did it again, again. and then he did it again, and then he did it again. It is is his modus operandi. He he said he is not going to change his style of football. No. Why would he? Why would he? He's not changing his style of football 15 years into his career. That's not going to happen. He only knows one way to play. Right. And it's ridiculous because you look at his career, like the body of his career, there is only a few of those that he's done for five minutes. But he's still done those. Yeah, he's been a great player, but that kind of football, you just you can't have it, especially today. The CFL constantly talks about player safety, and they give this idiot a two-game suspension. Well, in, in his in his defense, and I don't know if it is a defense, one of the things he talked about is. He's got suspended for five tackles in his career. How many tackles yeah. has he made in his career? Well, that's right. that's what I'm saying, yeah. But you look at the full body of his career. He's been a great player, and you want that kind of player on your team, but you don't want that five, those five tackles, that kind of player on your team. So it's, it's somebody will take a chance on him. Of course if he does will. get released, somebody will take a chance. Not like BC and teams like BC and Winnipeg have shied away from guys that do stupid things on the field. No, they haven't. Right. Not at all. No. No, BC has not shied away from that. Nope. Toronto has never shied away from it. I would say most of the teams haven't shied away from it. The only team you can guarantee he's not going to is Calgary. If he gets released, you know he's not going to Calgary. No, he's not going to BC. BC's not going to take him for the simple fact of that. I don't think no. he's going to get another job in the CFL because of that. But I'm saying that if if there was a player on BC that was on the cusp edge of things like what who shall we say, Khalif Mitchell or Rob Murphy, Jason Jimenez, I mean I would take Rob Murphy back on my left tackle position 10 years ago in a heartbeat. Yep. The in only a player, heartbeat. The only player outside of Hey Bear that I've ever been dead set against seeing in a bomber uniform was Ed Fillion. Because of the way, to me, he was a coward, the way he injured guys, by rolling up on them from behind. Yeah. How many quarterbacks did he take out their legs by going to the ground and rolling 
from behind. To me, that's just coward. I know everybody Agreed. celebrates the guy because he likes to kiss them. Well, you know what? He should have kissed his career goodbye a long time ago. And now he's in, I think he's in the Hall of Fame now, isn't he? I doubt uh, it. I don't think so. I hope no, I doubt it. Yeah, Dillian's the only one I've ever, outside of Hey Bear, that I've just, like, actually cheered when Fillion got injured in a Winnipeg game. And he went down clutching his knee. People were looking at me like I was crazy because I was up clapping. It was perfect karma. You know, it's funny because I think uh, if if, uh, Ottawa were to release characters, Unless he goes to Toronto or Hamilton, he's probably not going to go anywhere because I'm sure the guy doesn't want to move out of the East because he's been there forever and he probably lives there. Okay. I don't know where he lives, but um, but yeah, you shouldn't, you shouldn't, he shouldn't quit or they shouldn't release him. I don't think he's not a bad football player. I mean, everybody can say, everybody says in the heat in the heat of the moment. But when you put your hands behind your behind your back and and leave your feet, um, you're trying to injure people. It's that simple. Yeah, well, you and your brother. I think that was the argument you guys were having on the page, wasn't it? About tackling techniques. Hey, Bear has no tackling technique. Yeah, well, he doesn't have one. Like I said last week, Christopher, you weren't here. Uh, Dembski got just destroyed on a punt return. On a perfectly clean wrap-up tackle. He got ran over. And the the crowd went crazy. And perfect timing for it because it was a, like, this argument Will had on Let's Talk CFL page, and they were saying that, you know, even the young kids are taught to lead with their head. Well, then how come this guy's head was to the right of Dembski? He put his shoulder and his arm and went through him. That's proper tackling technique. Mm-hmm. So that kid kids was taught properly. Kids are not taught to lead with their head. I'm sorry. That's not true. Ask Chris. He's a he's a junior football coach. Oh, I know. Kids high school for it. There's no way they're taught to tackle the same way rugby players are taught to tackle. Okay. Your and, head is up because yeah. you're supposed to be looking. So you're leading with your face, not the crown of your head. And you don't want to ram your face into anything hard. No. Like shoulder pads or a helmet. The tackle that Dembski took is one of the best tackles I've seen this year. And it's not one of the hardest I've seen, but it was perfect textbook tackle. Perfect. Wow. Tyrese Bear, is he coming back to the CFL with the Ottawa Red Blacks? Yes or no? Mark? Yes. Will? What was that? Not sure. I don't know. Was that a yes, Will? Yes. 
Okay. Yeah. Your, your phone your phone cut out on us here, so we didn't know what that was. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Can you hear yes. me now? Okay. Yes, 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 yes. We understand. Yeah, he's coming back to Ottawa. Nobody else in the league wants him. He's going to stay in Ottawa. He, he might go back to Montreal. Who knows? Aaron is new over there. He didn't have put up with his bullshit before. Wait till Cavus Reed gets fired. Okay, so that's the end of Kyrie Bears status here and Campbell's dilemma. And anyhow, in the Ottawa Red Blacks. Eight minutes left in the show. What do you guys want to talk about? Going through the headlines. Rough Riders focus on stopping Bombers' run game in the Banjo Bowl. Duh. You think? Yeah, thanks. Riders ready for rambunctious investors group field. Well, they better be. I don't even know what that is. Former Riders running back Jeff Knox Jr. signs with Argos. He came back from the NFL, didn't he? Yeah. Banjo Bowl officially sold out. Hey, what is this? What's going on here? Coach Jones donates a year's worth of salary to charities in Hawaii. June Jones. More money than God coaching forever. Yeah. So he took his pittance that he earns in CFL and he donates it to football in Hawaii and possibly and it takes the tax write off and actually probably saves money. Probably. Matt Dunnigan announces part of a star-studded 2019 Louisiana Sports Hall of Fame class. Oh, I don't know. I don't have any comment on that one. Seriously? Lions interested in MVP receiver Posey. Well, we already talked about that one. Argos on Carter. You know, I I don't know if I should say this on the radio, but hey, Mike Riley has uh, got a picture here, and he's wearing one of his hats, and he's got his unshaven face on, and he's wearing a blue suit with a black backpack on. And he's meeting Alex Singleton's sister, who appears to be Down syndrome. Okay? And she's all happy. Mike's all happy. It's really cool that Alex reached out to Mike uh, because his sister is such a big fan and, and Mike for doing this. And I'm looking through this picture and the picture's really small on the CFL.ca page and I'm flipping through it and I said, oh, there's a Calgary Stampeder fan with a black guy. And then I look closer and I go, oh, that's Mike Riley. Uh, it's just guys, never mind. It's just kind of funny. Okay, we're moving on because I just stuck my foot in my mouth. Calgary's Bo Levi Mitchell says C.J. Gable's being disrespectful. Anybody's being disrespectful. Does anybody know this one? What's going on? I haven't heard that one. Oh, I haven't heard that running, one either. Okay, the Battle of Alberta just got a little salty. After running back C.J. Gable said oh, that yeah. the Eskimos essentially beat themselves on Labor Day, Calgary's quarterback has fired back accusing Gable of being disrespectful. This is one of those things where the bitch needs to shut up and play football, BLM. 
That's what I thought too. Now that I think about it, when I saw that, it's like, what did Gable say that was disrespectful? Are you doing your dishes, Will? Oh, sorry, I was washing my hands. Okay, just curious. I thought I was on mute. Sorry. I, seriously, how can this happen? How can Mitchell make a comment like this? It's disrespectful if you think you only beat yourself. You still had to come out there and try to beat us. Let the man say whatever he wants to whoever he wants to say it to. They can say anything they want. The fact is they're not going to give the game away. Was that English? Where where did Mitchell come up with this? I mean, did you read? Did you hear what I just said, Mark? Mm-hmm. Did, did it yes. make sense to you? None whatsoever. That's like I said, Gable said nothing wrong. And what Bo Levi Mitchell said took me about 10 times reading it to even go, what are you saying? Yeah. Let the man say whatever he wants to say, whoever it is that says, whoever it is that says it, they can say anything they want. The fact is, we're not going to give the game away. And if you felt you didn't, you felt like you did that, that's on you. We didn't give the game away and make sure to take advantage of it when they did. What the fuck? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I think he basically is saying, look, you didn't beat yourselves. We took advantage of your mistakes and we beat you. Write that article. Maybe What's they that, quoted well? them. Don't forget, Bo Levi Mitchell didn't write that article. No, no, no. This is a direct quote from BLM. Well, yeah, but he still didn't write it down. So maybe they wrote the quote down wrong, and that's why it doesn't <laughs> sound like English, is what I'm trying to say. Uh, I'm sure it was recorded. I I, I I don't I don't think no, if, if you're gonna if you're gonna trash somebody say it so that we understand it okay <laughs> ninety seconds left in the show I'm gonna wrap this up guys I'm sorry okay this has been Let's Talk CFL podcast episode number two hundred and seventy eight I've been your host Christopher Jones along with Will McDonald and Mark Weddle we talked football for two hours and it was a hoot and we ran out of time and we still not finished we're finished our agenda but we're just having fun and talking football because hey why not get away with that because it's our show and we can do what we want when we want and we chose to talk football we could talk about you know investments or current affairs or 911 conspiracies but you know what we're talking CFL football Mark say goodnight Good night, everybody. Talk to you on Wednesday. Enjoy the games, and BC sucks. Not as bad as Winnipeg. <laughs> well, Who's in the playoffs? Good night, everybody. Think for about now. this, guys. Nine, nine, count them, nine hours of football on Saturday. Hoo-ah. Why? There's three there's games? three games. Really? Who's yes, playing? Sir. Yes, sir. On Saturday, I don't even. <laughs> Not Ottawa and BC. Uh, I'm going to miss this. On Saturday. Friday. Oh, it, wow. Okay, nine hours of football Saturday. Watch football. Good night, everybody. Take care.
With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.